Previously on Gigdamin Paz. But these years, uh, because there are more discussion about gender in general in Chinese uh, society, uh, so people have paid more attention to women who write science fiction. Uh, for example, uh, in this year uh, and the next year, there will be uh, at least three different anthologies focusing on women um, authors writing science fiction uh, or fantasy. Um, previously, no one has ever done that because people will think, oh, um, writing science fiction, you don't need to care about the writer's gender. Um, but as a result, we will see many of the science fiction stories uh, will feature a male protagonist and male pers perspective. Um, the, in many occasions, the female characters are just uh, functional, um, yeah. as you can imagine in many of the old science fiction stories. Um, and you, if you look at those um, anthologies, like Annu Best or some like scene anthologies, uh, you won't notice that all those authors or like 90% of those authors are all men. No one has ever pointed out that. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but I think like because of this um, particular attention uh, on gender nowadays and uh, the publication of those uh, all women anthologies, people have more and more awareness about the gender balance. Today on Gigdemin Powers. I just find like everybody is trying to speak and trying to, you know, give some ideas, but no one is really listening to others. Uh, so that's that's so hard for us to really be connected. And so uh, like writing science fiction is like to create a future. You know, we can talk about future together, but we may not, not be able to talk about what's happening now together. So we'll have different ideas and just stop talking. But in the future, when we talk about future, it's, it's much easier. So that's my um, own opinion. You are listening to Geekdom Empowers, the podcast about people empowered through their geekiness. Welcome back! My name is Guy Hasson and you are listening to Geekdom in Powers. Geekdom in Powers is the podcast that highlights creators and fans in the geek world who do not often get to be highlighted. It's these people, it is us, who make up almost all of the geek world by talking to each person, by hearing their story. Geekdom in Powers creates a huge, giant, world-sized quilt of all the geeks all around the world. Each person is a story, and together we are one story, one huge Geekfest quilt. Today's guest is Gu Shi, Chinese science fiction author. She will talk about her path, and as usual, when something is new to me, I get stuck on it. This happens every so often. Last time, I got stuck on ghostwriting, which... <laughs> The stuff he was saying was blowing my mind. This time, the time before that, it was uh, the girl monster community. And now I got stuck on how the Chinese online publishing of stories works. So Gushi takes us through that and through her journey. And in particular, what it's like to be a female author in a male-dominated science fiction author world. And what it was like to come out, not come out. It is fascinating. So let's listen. 
I'm I'm a little bit curious about like um, yeah. why your program. Uh, it's called Give Them in Powers. And right. Basically, I talk to people who are uh, geeks, creators, or fans all around the world. Who, wow. Um, basically, to, to learn their stories. Uh-huh. I feel that most people, we only hear the stories of the famous people. But almost <laughs> everyone has a story, and almost everyone is a creator. So I've talked to web comics creators and people who make uh, you know people who, who who try to do something people who make posters people who all kinds of things action figures authors from all around the world wow um and it's in english but i'm it's both highlighting how geeks do it and how they're able right. to empower themselves through the geekiness Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. also, it brings, I try to bring awareness to uh, people around the world because everything is too English centric, American centric, um, right. you know, British centric. So uh, I do a lot of stuff uh, around the world as much as I can just to, wow, to get that's... people to bring knowledge. Yeah. And so it... far, I'm small, but hopefully, but it's all very interesting. So, uh, you know. Right. I find that like uh, science fiction is some kind of bridge that could make people to listen to each other, that not just speaking and just listen to each other is so important nowadays. Um, yes. So, so uh, I'm just have this program. <laughs> and my English is not that good because, you know, I, I used to traveling a lot. I have been to Europe, like, a lot of times but you know after the pandemic and i don't have the chance to to use english anymore because mm. i no longer go abroad and i i find recently um, my english is getting you know much worse than before so if i don't get you or don't follow you i would just ask you something like i didn't really understand what, yes. what's going on <laughs> if you don't understand okay. me ask again if i don't understand i'll okay. ask again but so far, it's really good. So um, thank you. No problem. So wait, let's begin with what you said about people listening and not listening. What is it that you feel uh, is happening today regarding listening and not listening? Um, I just find like everybody is trying to speak and trying to, you know, give some ideas, but no one is really listening to others. Uh, so that's that's so hard for us to really be connected. And so uh, like writing science fiction is like to create a future uh, that um, everybody could talk about the future and not so, um, you know, we can talk about the future together, but we may not, not be able to talk about what's happening now together. So we will have different ideas and just stop talking, but in the future, when we talk about future, it's, it's much easier. So, so that's my um, own opinion. Yeah. And, you know, science fiction has always had really excitable fans mm-hmm. that argue with each other a lot about right. a lot of things. Yeah. Uh, right. And I don't think that has changed. Yeah. 
like it's okay like we, we we argue like about something not really happening it's it's much easier for us to to you know to forgive each other but uh, when it come back to the reality and then what if if like other kind of uh, art and we're talking about reality and then we argue about something and started to have different ideas and there's some kind of friendship may broken so i always believe that, that like in science fiction it's, it's easier for people to for the for the oh uh, for everybody to to join together and to think about maybe we can just uh not being so re reality <laughs> but real realistic realistic, realistic. yeah <laughs> good. okay so let, let's go back to your past uh, okay, what then, is, how did you begin? How did you start uh, in science fiction, fantasy, and not writing, but liking? Um, it, it's because Star Wars, you know, I, I was a fan of Star Wars and when the uh, movie was on, uh, so that's episode one, two, three, uh, uh, about like maybe, maybe 2004, 2005, mm -hmm. not the uh, early ones. Uh, three episodes and I was in college and I really loved that movie and so I started to write some read some fun stories and then I find maybe I could write something myself so I started to write online uh, but at that time I didn't write any like Star Wars fun uh, story but I wrote um, a science fiction romantic story because I was uh, 20 or 21 and I really love those romantic stories and wrote some story online and then I have some readers and I became very good friends with them um, but after that um, I uh, I have to change the way I write because in China if you want to write online and to keep your story being read and you have to write a lot of words like 3,000 words per day that's really a lot. So if you know something about the, you know, online writing in China and a lot of uh, men, and when they write a story, that's about um, 10 million words. That's one and novel. 10 million words. Yes. Wow. So that's, that's really a lot. And, but for, for the romantic part is some, sometimes like um, 1 million words. And so you have to keep writing and writing. And I'm an urban planner, so my, 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 I started working and I, I was kind of really busy. And so I have to change the way I write. So I, changed, I moved to uh, these magazines. I write sh uh, short stories, uh, novellas. Uh, anyway, it's much shorter. And it's, it's like when I finish one story, and then it's finished. I could just write another story maybe one year later. It's okay. It doesn't really mm -hmm. matter. And my fear is still there. Um, so that's how I started. But for science fiction, it's wait, really... wait, 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 wait. Before we get to science fiction, <laughs> okay. I, I want to get stuck on something. Uh, at least I don't know. The, the way uh, you describe mm -hmm. writing, is that because, first of all, is it, is it because it's serialized? Is it published? like every day or every week and you have to have a, a deadline? 
Is that why uh, you have to write so much a day? Oh, uh, so online writing is like uh, you, you, you are paid. So the readers pays your money and then like uh, the writers, they have to like, there's a uh, competition between them. So those ones who write more and get more paid and mm -hmm. they are being there to be noticed and they are on the list always, you know, there's a, when the, uh, the, uh, the homepage, they have the listings. And so it's either for you got to get on the list, but I, it's really hard for me to, to write that fast. Yeah. So well, I have, I, I'm just yeah. trying to figure out, wait, 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 before the rules, like do they publish every week, every week a little bit, every day a little no. bit, every month? It's on have you ever heard the wuxia word? No. Okay, so you, you could check it. Like uh, there are a lot of like I know foreigner fans who love uh, Chinese online writing stories okay. and so translate the story by themselves, and then they just put it, the stories on wuxia word. So so that's very interesting. I can send you the web website maybe Please. later. Yes. Yes. So, but I never read those stories. Usually the stories that are very long uh, is for the, the male uh, readers. Mm -hmm. And for, for the female readers, because you know the romantic stories, uh, when one man and the woman, they, they just happily ever after and the story is over. So no it's not that. Story. Yes. <laughs> oh, okay, one more question about just about that. If we have many stories, there are 10 million words, that means a lot of people read a lot. Right. How big is literacy in, in China? Like, mo uh, like how? Uh, it's hard to describe because like, uh, I'm not that familiar. I know a lot of uh, scholars, they, they are very interested in this field. And also some of them asked me about these questions and, because I'm not one of these readers uh, for maybe 10 years already. <laughs> I just started reading another story recently because uh, I have to like be a, be a judge of, of uh, a word. So I have to read the story. Um, so I believe like 100 million or 200 million people, they are reading these stories. But wow. the stories so well, you know, organized because they are very fast uh, mm -hmm. writing. So, so they have this kind of uh, like how people, uh, the characters grow is, is kind of similar from one story to another. But some of them is very interesting because they have been, uh, put on TV or movies in China. Okay, okay. Now I got it, thank you. So let's get <laughs> back to you in science fiction. So how did you get cool. into writing science fiction? Okay, um, so I started on the online writing and I was writing the, you know, science fiction romantic stories uh, that, you know, in romantic stories is, is I have very few readers. <laughs> so because you know people who love romantic stories they usually don't read that much science fiction um but maybe now is they have they have changed uh 
uh, at least like in 2008 and 2009. And I, I just love those, those um, like Star Wars things and stories happening in another um, planet. I believe that's really cool. And usually there are um, AIs and this, you know, wars between different uh, planet. And, um, but when I changed to, to magazines and I, I still want to write something about science fiction. So I just skipped the romantic part. <laughs> so I just like, uh, I tried, um, like in 2011 um, to publish my first short story on the magazine. So that's about 10 or 11 years before already. Uh, at first it was not that easy because no, 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 I, I didn't know, uh, I'm not really familiar with the editors and I'm also not really familiar with the uh, the stories, the style that the magazines like. But um, so I started to learn something about how to write uh, the science fiction. You know, when, I, when we read something about really the geek world, it is quite different from the romantic stories. So I try to learn how people um, writing these stories. And then I kind of started really um, kind of getting awards since 2015 like in China. Uh, and um, so so I think it is it's different, but it's very interesting because science fiction can break a war like between the reality and the future. And you can just like look back to the reality and uh, your, your story is not like really being um, tied to the ground. You can be some something higher and to to be, oh, or maybe further, um, just than how you write other stories. Historically, because I, for right? like for hundreds and thousands of years, are stories that are fantastical and have uh, right. and um, and different are used to talk about stuff in the present when it's right. hard to talk about stuff in the present. Um, so because when I started writing uh, short stories, I also tried romantic short stories. And that wasn't really a succeed because I, I kind of finding that boring because I have to just, usually it's one man, a woman, and then the mate, and then just happily ever after. But in science fiction, you can find the, you know, countless possibilities so so that's something like so why I, i'm not kind of this very uh typical geek or science fiction fan but i kept uh writing science fiction <laughs> like for 11 years already and i want to get stuck on that uh, uh on the awards the science fiction what science fiction awards uh, or the literary awards Oh, um, so so in China there are two major awards. One is Galaxy, the Galaxy Award, and the other is called the Chinese Nebula Award. So um, so I got like two Galaxy and four Chinese Nebula already. Uh, 
for kind of uh, for short stories. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's very interesting because um, very few female writers could get these awards. Um, so I, I always believe it's, it's uh, important or it's very hard for a young, young writer to be noticed by the other writers. And when you are being noticed, it's easier for you know everybody to read your stories. Um, yeah. <laughs> how how are you really... able to do it when uh, when mm-hmm. obviously more men are, are in it than women, and it's harder for women? How are you able to get over that? I just believe there's no that much difference because I I believe it's it's very interesting because like in uh, most areas like people as a place I I I working and you know you you can see the. Uh, the leaders are always men, but in writing it's very equal. So although like like there are more male writers or more male uh, award winnings winners, but it's still equal. This is very important because when we talking about science fiction, um, we're just talking about the stories. We're just reading the, you know. Um, the files and for like two or three years I, I wasn't really interested in like having these conversations with other people because I didn't want to them to judge me like if I'm pretty or I'm a young right uh, young lady who could write science fiction I don't want people to talk about that but now I, I changed my idea because uh, I think maybe we should give um female writers um, more chance like to be noticed so so you know like for recent years uh, maybe last year and this year there are three um, collections of Chinese female science fiction so three three collection in Chinese one collection in English and in May, uh, in April and uh, there will be another collection uh, in Japan, so so they are all Chinese female science fiction. So, but we when we're talking about this collections, story collections, uh, we could find like uh, there are a lot of collections that are mostly re- uh, written by male writers, but it's not named like a male, a Chinese male <laughs> uh, science fiction collection collection. So, so it's not named like that. So, so my idea changed because before, before I, I didn't really want people to know that um, also my name, you know, it's, it's a pen name. It's kind of like the, those names you cannot really tell that's a woman's name. Um, but uh, now I'm not really afraid of like talking about like being a female writer. So what, what does the name mean? Does uh, mean the name has in pronunciation of story. Story? So it's good. Yeah. Nice. Yes, yeah, story, story <laughs> in Chinese. And, and how did you, how was the coming out mm-hmm. actually letting people know that you're a woman after having published a few times, I'm sure? Uh, I'm not really hiding, but uh, okay. It's, it's okay. But some, uh, so, so it's like my editor, 
uh, he called me once and he was really surprised. And that was a woman. <laughs> wow. So because before he read my stories, he, he thought that I should be, a you know, another typical geek. Mm -hmm. uh, those kind of um, people we could imagine maybe wearing a glass. I don't know. <laughs> and did he, like, did he treat you differently afterwards? Did he, um, did he no. change something? No. 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 Okay. So that's why I believe, like, it's, 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 in fact, it's equal. But when you, you're trying to, like, uh, trying to, um, um, to reason everything as because you are a female, and then there is a reason. Mm -hmm. I don't know if it's the right English. <laughs> like to explain everything, like saying, yeah. well, it yeah. must be, this is it because she's a woman. She wrote about that because she's a woman. That's what you mean? Right. Yeah. Right. Trying to put you into a box. Mm -hmm. but, but, but the box is not there. The box isn't existing. So just step out of the box and and it's really good. Like writing is like uh, you're just reading the files and you do not really care about who is be behind this file. Sure. Okay. And how did the uh, uh, readers react to learning that? Uh, about my story? No, about the fact that maybe they thought you were a man and now they know they knew you were a woman. Did it change anything? I, no, because uh, I believe sometimes they're they're surprised, but um, they're I, I'm I'm kind of happy because they are more uh, interested interested about my story. So so they talk about my story, like the characters, the structure, or uh, how I wrote the story, um, more than like if the writer is is a woman or man. So mm. um, I'm really happy about that. Good. Sounds good. I'm glad it worked out well. Uh, and what kind of things are you working on now? Like what kind of stories? Uh, it's a novel. It's a novel that is about um, so I started the story very early. It's like in 2012, but uh, at that time it's just a uh, his, you know, those kind of story that changes history. So change the history and make it into a. If a something new world. happened a long time ago and changed, and now we have a different present, that's what right. It's exactly. alternate history. Yes. Okay. Ah, right. <laughs> Thank you. So how do you pronounce the story? The alternate word? history. Yeah, alternate. alternate. Um, but now I change it totally into a science fiction. Okay. So, so like a lot of wars is, is going on uh, at the same time. So like the history, the future, and now it's happening together. And the story like changing how we Usually we use time to to um, to guide the story, but this time I use space, so the time doesn't really exist in the st story. Um, it's 
please play. <laughs> anyway, it's a very complicated story. Um, it's only halfway and but it will be, I hope it will be my first novel that is published um, like a book because uh, the stories I wrote online and they're not published. They're just published online. Nice. And, and, and um, wait, hold on. I, about publishing online. Do, do you mm -hmm. get paid to be published online? You or authors, other authors get paid? Is that mm -hmm. a paying job? Yes. Okay. Uh, so if you get uh, whether if you get paid online is is like how many people read your story, like how many people pay pays for the story. So I started when I was writing online like ten years before, and because I write very slow, you know, I write maybe uh, ten thousand words or twenty thousand words per month, and so I get very low paid. And wait, do people choose to pay you, or is it like ads? Like if a thousand people see you, you get uh, seven yen or something. Like that. So, so it's know. it's like when you uh, when you write something and just put, like today you write another three thousand words and put the story online. This part of story, and people will choose if they buy the story. Oh, okay. So, you can you can see like if you write more and more people just keep writing reading a story and you you get paid more. And people buy the story before they read it or after they read it. So like for a novel, usually the first like um, one hundred thousand words are free. Yes. So and after that, it is is it's called VIP. So you have to be a member of the website and buy the VIP story. Right. I understand. That is an interesting model. <laughs> so you have the similar website? There are similar websites about that. Not so much about writing. Um, mm -hmm. uh, websites like that about web comics. Um, oh, comics, right. Yes. Like if you read the beginning, like you read a few issues and then you get paid, um, you need to pay more. Um, but usually, um, usually in, in the, at least the sites that I've seen, people either pay for the magazine or pay for the book. Mm -hmm. or okay. Maybe it's, if it's a magazine, you have like one or two stories for free and you need to pay for the rest. Uh, mm -hmm. or it's free and people get paid through ads. Oh, I see. But those are, uh, I think, the two major online, uh, the three mm -hmm. major online uh, mm -hmm. ways to get paid. Okay, so I, I have to talk to you about urban planning, though. Okay. What is it that you do? Like, what does it mean and what do you do? Uh, urban planning is like, you know, the urbanization in China is getting really fast. Like, when I was very young, maybe five or 10 years old, and there are only maybe 30% people there, they live in, China, uh, in the cities in China. Mm -hmm. But now there are almost like seven, more than 60% of people. So you know the population of China is worth more than 1 billion. Yeah. So that's a lot of people who move from the, the country to the cities. So we, we do have a lot of works uh, to do the urban planning to build new cities uh, but like for me 
Um, so urban planning and science fiction have one very interesting, uh, one similar thing is they are both about future. So, mm -hmm. so, um, so in urban planning, I cannot control everything. You know, it's teamwork. You have to cooperate, uh, cooperate with everybody, like the citizens, because the uh, the government, and um, the developers, and everybody who builds the city. Uh, so when you have a very good idea, you cannot really just make the idea come true. You have to talk to everybody and trying to make sure that is 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 good for. Anyway, it's not bad for everybody. So, so you have to do a lot of job about that. But in science, I could just do my best to just make a perfect story. Um, at least, um, like, like for me, at this point, I could only do this far. And usually I do not <laughs> let my editors change my story. So, so if they want to change a story, like you have to delete thirty percent of your story, and then I just ask another magazine if if they want the story. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So that's that's the difference between these two um, areas. Nice. Is there anything uh, we didn't talk about that you want to talk about? Oh wow. Um, I do not know. So, so what was what questions do you ask? Like uh, Regina, can you or? Well, uh, I asked you the, the questions I wanted to ask. Like I wanted to see your journey from the beginning to where mm -hmm. you are today, and mm -hmm. from the way I learned a few things also about uh, you know uh, the surroundings. Um, so have you, I'm kind of curious. Have you ever read my stories? I didn't know, <laughs> but I will. I saw okay, you um, on Twitter and yeah, for some reason yeah. I, it struck me like you were very like you you're a very serious author. That's that's the impression I got. Okay. And uh I don't know, I, I got um a vibe for it. I usually get yeah, I'm I'm good at mm -hmm. uh and I thought there would be, have to be a story behind uh behind you. So I, I wanted to invite you on. I Thank haven't you. read your stories. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. I'll send you another uh, link of maybe the, the ones that are translated into English. Yes, please, please, absolutely. Okay, thank you. Ho hoping you like it. Uh, me too, I'm sure. <laughs> um, where can uh, uh, people in general find you uh, online? Uh, you or your stories or books in English and in Chinese? Where can people find you? Uh, in Chinese, uh, 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 I mean, I write very little because usually I write only one or two short stories per year. So I only publish like one collections, uh, story mm -hmm. collection. Uh, uh, but in English, you can find my story on Clark's World. Uh, there have uh, three stories and two of them have wing Chinese um nebula wars so so um also one you could find uh in xprice.com they have this uh it's called the deep dive 
um, it's about the uh, world's ocean day to pr protect the ocean. Uh, so can you help me to translate the story uh, into English? And so it's public. Th this four stories are published online in English. Yeah. Can Lu uh, read in Chinese? Sorry? Can Lu reads in Chinese? Only so stuff in uh, English. Uh, can you is... Can he read in Chinese? He read your story in oh, Chinese. Oh, of course. His yeah. Chinese is so... Okay. For His some reason Chinese... in my head, he was British. Okay. No, he's, he's uh, American. American, okay. Yeah. So, uh, how is this saying? So, you know, anyways, he, he writes something in Chinese for my book. Like, the, the recommendation words mm -hmm. yeah uh, he, he, he Chinese and he 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 translated a lot of, a lot of trans, uh, Chinese stories into English he's so important between these two cultures thank you so much to Gushi I hope you enjoyed that you can find Gushi's links in the show notes now next time because there's always a next time we're going to take a look at science fiction and fantasy reviews that come from the heart Stick around for that. Now, what did you think about this episode? Email me at guy.hasson, that's H-A-S-S-O-N, at geekdominpals.com. Geekdominpals comes out on Tuesdays and Thursdays. The website is geekdominpals.com. Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, at geekdominpals, and we're also called geekdominpals on YouTube. If you want to check out my other podcast, The Squashbuckler Diaries, it is a huge experiment in epic fantasy. That's not like anything you've ever seen. So whatever you imagine when you hear that, it's not like that. So feel free to check it out. The Squash Buckler Dies. I will see you next time. And for now, have an empowered day.